Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Who you, Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah. <laughs> I, may, I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's going to have it. Why? I don't know. I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right. It always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 10, The Rise of Plowboy. A little later, we'll hear from Plowsy himself to find out if he's still willing to sell that testicle. But right now, let's flash back to March 2014. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Who's the guy in the back? Uh, that is uh, Count Executive Mike. He's been with us now. For no, though, no, behind months. him. <laughs> Willie. This is Darren. Doug, Darren. Uh, introduce yourself to Darren. Please. Hi, Darren. Hello, Darren. Because Darren looks at us he can't like. Hear the mic on, but... He looks at us like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, are they on? Show starts at 8. He wants to know your impressions of the show, Darren. It's very entertaining, to say the least. Mm. I, I pitched voice I, from Darren. I, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I'm not buying it because you look as if you just got a whiff of something foul. That's because it's almost 8 o'clock in the morning and I've been up since like 4.30, 4.15. Why? Well, I get here at 4.45. To do what? <laughs> to do the show uh, 5 to 6, 6 to 7. What do you have to do with that presentation? Run the board. I mean, they, nothing too difficult. From the uh, 314, did Darren get hired based on nothing like everybody else there? Now he's in the <laughs> What sort of experience or education would you have to have to do University this? of Missouri Journalism School. Oh, they'd be brokenhearted if they knew what became of us. Uh, guys, is Darren huffing helium? That's from the South County Sniper. I have a weird voice. I apologize. You don't have to apologize. It's not a weird voice. You're fine. Where are you from, buddy? Uh, Canton, Illinois. Where's that? It's like the heart. You know where Peoria is? Sure. It's like 20 miles south. Doug, this guy commutes in to run the board from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. You don't do that, do you? You live here now. Yeah, I live in Fairview Heights, Illinois. I'll be darned. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome. You seem like a nice fellow. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um... What time is uh, Darren's segment? Why are you playing a fishing talk show at the same time as you're doing your show? That comes from hashtag blessed. That's the bleed in this uh, Darren, Darren is here. Darren, you're kind of becoming a cult figure on this radio program from our texters. Uh, Darren, uh, just, just stop on by the, the microphone if you could. And uh, today we will focus on Darren because it seems like he's a rising star on this presentation. Uh, good morning, Darren. Uh, how you doing? Do you look forward to being part of this uh, program and uh, becoming as big a star as all of us have? I guess I really have no choice. 309 represent. What does that mean? It was an area code 309? Yes. Where is that? Yes, it was. Oh, that's my area code that I have. That's uh, the Peoria, Illinois area. Huh. I don't know who it is, but wow. we'll find out. You got your homeboys right then. Miss Butler? Don't they have their own crummy radio? I bet they do. They have no radio at all in Peoria? There's got to be something better than this. Well, there's an ESPN affiliate that... Yeah. But that's about it. No sports talk after that. Or no no amazing talk like you guys are having right now. I mean, a basic just well music. Done. Well done. We did not see through that at all. <laughs> yeah, Doug, on the surface, it seemed passive-aggressive. Doug, I think Darren would be a perfect addition to your boy dungeon. It's from the 314. Are you considering it? I have not got a boy it. dungeon. I don't have one. Give him a tour. Let him see how he likes to lay of the land don't before have he commits. Darren is running the board today, Doug. Uh, saw that. Uh, account executive Mike is transitioning. Mm-hmm. He's transitioning to full-time sales at Inside STL Enterprises. And so uh, Darren is running the board. Darren, uh, how is it going so far? 
you're on air, so. We can't hear you. F. <laughs> Hit the lever. I was going to test him right now. I was going to, like, give him a quick test, but he just failed it without even trying to test <laughs> Well, they him. turned off the programming here. That's so. better. All right, let's do it. You ready for a test? You ready for a test? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I'd <laughs> like to hear... J- Mike, stand down, sir. This is a test for... If Darren. it's a drop, it's going to be rather slow, but well, go let's on. just see. Can we do this? Doug, our listeners are very high on Darren. They text uh, in uh, uh, with with compliments, so let's they should. Jeff Ablin. Play the play time the... kill. Someone play the time kill. <laughs> All right, it's a process. Darren, you're gonna be great. Doug, are you, no, concer- you, know Doug, are you concerned in the early going? We get it. You work out, guy. <laughs> that took you long enough. <laughs> You know what? I think you're beyond a delight. You're a peach, Darren. Oh, thank you very much. I does, appreciate does it. Does your computer just have a list of like 200 drops and you've got to find it? Like, Yeah, my, Mike's making me look really terrible right now because he knows where every single one of them is. So, I could see where that would take a while. I do like that drop. I also like Frank Cusimano's drop. Shrubs. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we just need Doug, a it's a, it's, a, okay. it's a growth process. Tim, this Darren thing is not going to work. He is a squeaky twerp, and Mike is a legend. Please advise. That comes from G. Please advise. This guy wants a report <laughs> from you. <laughs> Mike's been running the board for three months, if that. <laughs> well, I appreciate the text, both uh, positive and negative. At least I'm getting out there. Yeah, uh, get out there. there get out there. From the 618, Darren seems like a guy who likes to share his women. <laughs> Doug, how can you tell <laughs> I that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Darren, Darren's gonna, like... Darren, Doug, Darren's going to shine like a star is what he's so. going to do. I Darren, I think you're going to shine like a star is what I think you're going to do. Was that a text or your own personal opinion? That's my own personal opinion. I appreciate it. I like this guy a lot. See? Hey, Darren, do you feel like this is a, sort of a dream come true for you to be sitting in that chair working with such uh, great radio personalities? Yeah, you could say something like that. <laughs> yeah, That's a no. I like you a lot. That. That's Actually, a no. was YouTubing TJ Oshie goals, and I saw you interview him in his house with his dad. <laughs> what? Did you, do you not see, have you not seen that video? I don't know what it was called. It was like a three-minute video. Um, you were at Oshie's apartment, and his dad was there, and you were interviewing him. And right, but things. that was like 17 years ago. Well, I didn't know. That was the first time I when saw it. When did you it, see so. it? Yeah, last night. They played that? No, I was watching on YouTube. My cable went out <laughs> All last right. night. Did, the cat, do you have a problem with Darren liking you so much that he's YouTubing videos? No, of you? that, I wasn't looking for him. I just stumbled across that video. I was drawn into a controversy. Apparently, TJ had an issue at uh, his apartment with uh, some... Uh, Shrubs? Some dog stuff. Shrubs. And, uh, there you go, Darren. Doug, that's an early sign of flashing. And there, I, didn't, I don't even see account executive Mike Nye. I don't know when this happened. Look, I'm just there to go. So you're excited about being with the Blues. feel? Oh, my typical crap. Thank you, though, for, uh, for YouTubing me. I didn't really know where that came into play. I thought maybe after Oshie got the hat trick, they were like, let's flash back to a great moment on Fox Sports Midwest. No, I just got in the hockey mood because Oshie got a hat trick and my cable went out, so I just decided to YouTube gotcha. some Oshie goals. And then you, you, wanted, like the you wanted to celebrate. One. You want the second video on there. Oh, wonderful. Do you think you could handle doing a show with Jim Edmonds, Darren? Um... I, I would say, yeah, sure. Let's pretend right now. <laughs> it's the Edmonds and Darren Show. Your first question for Edmonds. Go. Why are you uh, broadcasting from this radio station? I think that's oh. a nice start. Doug, I think that's probably would be your first question as well. I think it well done. Yep. That's a wonderful first question, Darren. See, that's why I think, I, I think this Darren has blue feet. <laughs> I do, too. That's what Dixie would have said. <laughs> Dixie. His, his voice has a unique uh, quality to it. That's right. His cadence has uh, uniqueness as well. What you want in radio? You don't want to all sound alike. Uh, Doug, role play with me. I will be Edmonds, and you will be the broadcast industry, and I will dive right into you. Mm. Dave in St. Peter's. He's been gone a few days because, frankly, he's been on suspension. I was watching the Cardinal game yesterday, and Dan McLaughlin put Ricky Horton on a one-inning suspension. Did you hear that? What, did he text in something vile? No, he just had a, a kind of a lame joke. McLaughlin said, that's it. You've been suspended for one inning. I kind of appreciated that. So he stole, he's your, sus- he stole your material. No, but he's been given the power of suspension. That's a heck of a shillelagh to be wielding. 
Uh, Darren just got up and left. So that was that. That was about a 36-minute run. Yeah. I told you they don't last long. Uh, where, where, where would Darren go? Well, uh, he sits here for two hours before this show, so I assume he has to go to the bathroom. Doug! Uh, out loud. What's with what is you, it? Mark? Everyone who sits in there gets the runs. <laughs> From the 618, did Darren uh, run out with a newspaper? Doug, did you see that? I didn't see. Did he have a paper, Mike? No paper. All right. I've noticed, Doug, that uh, Darren is still gone. If he was just going to uh, we, as you onesie. call it. Call it a onesie. Uh, you would think he would be back by now. Your it's thoughts? It's like grade school. We should make them raise a hand. One finger if he's just got to go pee-pee, and then two if he's got to go poo-poo, and we can decide, you know, how much time do we have. Can you say that again? You raise one finger. We did this in, like, second, third grade. Raise one finger to tell the teacher, Mrs. Foster, in my case. One finger said, I got to go pee-pee. Two said, I got to go poo-poo. But Doug Darren at this point's been gone for he, five yeah, minutes. He's missing. So you're going to scold him. His first show behind the board. I won't scold him. No, I, don't. I thought that's your thing. Well, I guess if you'd like me to, I can give him the uh, more fiber in your diet speech. <laughs> yeah, talk him up. Get your pliers ready to ply. It's just it's a live broadcast. You sit down in that chair. You're supposed to stay there. Well, he does the five. He does. He starts at five. Okay, this is me defending him. Uh-oh. You mean he's been here almost two and a half hours? It was almost passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we we wouldn't have noticed that Darren was gone for an extended period, but uh, you kind of threw him under the bus too. And then I was saying he's been here for two hours. He's probably hasn't gotten up. I would imagine he has not gotten up since five o'clock. Doug, at, at this at this point, even if if Darren did have to have an unfortunate emergency, yeah. You would think he would be back. It's now been seven and a half minutes. He's still not back. And then you start to wonder, okay, is it a reading material situation? Maybe he just went for a little stroll. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe he his... sat down too long and said, you know what, I'm going to go for a little walk. And he's, he's meandering around this central West End now to stretch my, his legs. My <laughs> guess is that uh, he took his iPad into the, uh, into the room and is... Uh... Doing a Google search of uh, stories I've done on Fox. <laughs> yeah, he does seem to be a fan of your work. Yeah. Doug, at this point, Darren has been gone now 10 minutes. I'll investigate. Yeah, yeah, you do need to go. I mean, there's, there's one room. If the door is closed, we will have... This is unfortunate. Isn't it unfortunate? It's his first hour behind the board, <laughs> and he's just kind of bolted like the wind. <laughs> I mean, ours is a presentation where board operators feel they can come and go. And... Even new ones. Guys just on the job just blow us off. <laughs> it's disappointing is all that it is. I think he's, uh, maybe he's been spotted. <laughs> the cat's giving him a piece of his mind out in the hallway. No, he just gave me the stink eye. <laughs> no more YouTube searches. He says he was what doing was he transmitter doing? readings, which what? is. Do we have a transmitter? <laughs> we have no encoder. He was doing transmitter readings. And when I grabbed him, I said, Were you doing transmitter readings? He looked at me like, Yeah, is that okay? <laughs> What's involved with that? I have no what idea. What the fella do who does a transmitter reading? Doug, Darren is still not back. At no, this point, it's. Was, no, he was. He was talking to Dirk, Bert, um, about the transmitter. So I think he has other obligations that we might not be aware of, right? Because he does work for the station, too. Mike, have you ever had to, like, read a transmitter? No. I think Darren's just kind of peacocking around the station. He's reading transmitter numbers like the Dickens. I believe that this is on the up and up and that he has other responsibilities for WGNU mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we're not aware of, and we're mocking the young fella. That could be. And he's just trying to make everybody happy. So I think we're probably in the wrong on this mm-hmm. one. That would That's be my the guess. Case. I've been I blame Mike in this before. because Mike kind of called out the young Darren. I stand by my previous accusation of him going to the bathroom first. Uh, guys, I just wasted my whole ride to work listening to you guys keep track of some dweeb. Thanks. I don't like that word dweeb, though it might be spot on here. Guys, well, I've been led to believe. I bet Darren pulls his pants down to his ankles to pee at the urinal. No, nobody does that. Nobody does that. An occasional old guy. And then he'll put his he'll put his forearm on the wall above the urinal and he'll lean forward like I couldn't possibly stand up for 30 seconds. I'll leave the seniors alone if they they've had a rough life. Yeah, you should <laughs> You shouldn't do it. You've seen that guy, haven't you, that leans into the urinal? Uh, Darren, uh, Doug, Darren's return. Oh, there he is. Uh, 
where where would it go? I went to the bathroom and did then did some KXEN transmitter readings. Mm. Doug, why don't you handle the first part? Of why the did you have to go to the restroom? Are you not I've been regular? here since four fifteen, four thirty? I mean, and I haven't moved, so kind of two well, bottles of water. Ask the question you were asking about the elementary school, the one or two. Oh, we would. When I was in <laughs> elementary school at Crestwood Elementary, if we had to go to the restroom, we'd raise one hand to say we got to go pee pee, and two fingers to say we got to go poo poo. And it would be nice if you could do that with, with us so that we could either grant you permission to go or say, you know what, I don't know that you got that much time. I wouldn't mind that, but I really don't want the listener to know that I'm, you know, dropping the Browns off at the Super Bowl. Oh, don't say that. Doug, ah. this Darren guy. Ah. So this was a, uh, a two scenario. Is your... No, this was a one, but I was giving a scenario if I did have to go number two. All right. Because Doug uh, frowns upon have to uh, the, work. The, you just the number have two to. scenario. Not at work. Not at work, you don't. I'll make sure to avoid it at all costs, but Thank sometimes you. you can't help it. Uh, well, oh. well, get yourself regular. Guys, just what the hell is wrong with Darren's voice? That's from the 618. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with his voice. It's like they've never heard a guy with a high, weird, lispy voice before in their uh, life. <laughs> so. No, we've, we've had Johnny Weir on the show. I don't think we had him on. I think Iggy had that was him a, that was from Iggy's been texting my phone during the segment. He thinks that Darren went out for a dart. Darren, do you smoke? Oh, I know Iggy, yeah. From 590? Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah, uh, me and him used to have several smoke breaks together early in the morning there at the old station. Really? You're still a smoker? I am a smoker, Good yes. for you. Why? I mean, I, I can't really pinpoint and tell you why, but I am, so. That's... Huh. Hey, Tim, is that Darren or Ross Perot talking? <laughs> Touche. That was a good one. <sighs> Turning this squeaky mouse's microphone off from the 314. He's a smoker, and he still has that dainty voice. Guys, tweet a pic of that twink Darren it's from the 636. <laughs> Darren, do you want your picture out on Twitter? Yeah, go for it. I don't care. Yeah, this this could help you in the bars. I'll handle that. Doug, how do you think this is going to go? Tim's going to go take a picture of young Darren. Right through the glass. Open your eyes. Do you think think he's going to be well-received? Yes, it'll help him in the club scene. It's a wonderful picture. It's like like artwork. Uh, Darren, do you have a Twitter handle? No, surprisingly, I do not. Why is that surprising? (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody does. I... You're not on Twitter yet. No, I don't think Twitter is ready for me. Because of your hot takes or what? No, no, I just got a, uh, I got a heated temper and quite the language. So. You do? Yeah. You have a bad temper, you don't strike me as that sick. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, now, now i got to be worried about you. Well, I don't know you guys very well, so I keep very calm. Oh, what makes you hopping mad? I mean livid. Uh, Bear fans? I'm a huge Packer fan, so any time so you like, open So you mouth, like Twink fans? Suck. You ever uh, been arrested for assault or anything? No, no. Only some minor offenses, no assaults or anything like that. What are these minor offenses? I don't know if we can really get into that. Did you put them on your resume? No, I did not. Have you run afoul of the law? It it was when I was in high school. I mean, it was was very minor issues. Ever do any prison time? Issues. More than one. Wait a minute. No prison time, no. Nothing like that. I think we should change the subject to be perfectly honest. What, were you smoking a little of that? They call you with a little of that Ghibli? Yeah, you could say that. Good for you. There's nothing wrong with that, Doug. Just kind of relaxing, a couple guys passing a little jibber around, and then one gives the other a massage. (laughs) Why does it have to go there? From the 314, Darren Smokes has anger issues and problems understanding modern technology. I assume he's from Granite City. That is not accurate. It's not fair. around Peoria way. He drives in from Peoria every morning. Mm -hmm. Loves the show that much. Packer fan. How could you be a Packer fan in Peoria? I'm born and raised, man, so... Born and raised in Wisconsin? No, a Packers fan, so I, that's all I've known. Root for who you want to root for. Don't listen exactly. to Doug. thank you very Doug much. is the first one to tell someone else, don't tell me what to do, <laughs> but now I'll tell you what team to root for. <laughs> well, it seems How like dare you, Bears, sir? Or Bears or Rams. Don't be, uh, don't be bullied by Doug. Gary, do you feel like you're getting the hang of it? Are you having a better 8 o'clock hour than a 7 o'clock hour? I would say so. Mike is a uh, a huge help as of right now. So uh, from That's the six I think they're in sexy. Thanks. It comes from Rich. Oh, Rich <laughs> from Maryland Heights. I don't know. There you go, pal. <laughs> it's from the six one. Darren, was that your drop? 
I got help from Mike again, but it was it was right on cue. That's an it? assist. Good. Yeah, it was an assist. Doug, this is really, really wonderful, isn't it? It really is. He's got magic fingers. Morning, gents. Wonderful show today. You know, you've got a great show when the new token board up bolts after 30 minutes to light up a doobie just so he can get through the rest of the show. And uh, Darren, Darren, what's your last name? Atkins. 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 A-T-K-I-N-S. Do you like it? Yeah, that's fine. I probably had to sit right in front in the classroom all the time, alphabetical oh, order, line them up. I hate it. I hated that, yeah. yeah. Were you a good oh, yeah. student? In college I was. In high school I was. You were out back smoking the, uh, the weed, weren't you? No comment on that one. Where'd you say you went to college? You told us, man. I went to Western Illinois University. Oh, that's right. I'm the Leathernecks, Doug. Pay attention. Macomb. Get to know the employees, just like I did, by finding out his last name on the air. And she hot, got a car. Oh, she has a car, Doug. She's got blonde hair in a car. That's pretty much all you need, isn't it? Guys, Darren has blonde hair in a car. Darren does not have blonde hair. I think he has a car. Oh, he does have a car. Wow, that text was riveting. Fantastic. See, those are the kind of comebacks that the plowboy will fire your way. So you don't have to call in, big man, but just be prepared. You fit to get schooled. You're going you're gonna to have to stand down at some point Darren, under that ever, kind of pressure. Have you ever really plowed a field? Uh, not necessarily, no. Okay. I mean, my dad didn't Not really necessarily is your answer. Do the big machinery, you know. What uh, crops do you have on the farm? Corn. Oh, we had corn and beans. So you've plowed a field. Yeah, I've hoed a couple gardens. Clip that off. <laughs> but were you ever sitting there on the tractor going back and forth and back over the big farm? And, uh... I've done it with my dad before. I've never done a solo plow mission, though. Never a solo plow mission. Clip that one off, too, I guess. <laughs> hmm. He looked at me after the last thing he said, like, any comment, wise guy? <laughs> I'm supporting you, my friend. Uh, guys, has Darren ever plowed a boy uh, from the 314? The plowboy would like to plow the farm animals. Uh, a lot of that is coming in. Guys, just get Mike Lee Hooker and be done with this. <laughs> uh, Darren, ever been to Dixon's for fresh seafood? East Peoria's finest. I don't think so. I've been to East Peoria a few times, though. It's not a bad, not a bad area. What differentiates East Peoria from... Peoria proper. The direction. The murders. No, I don't know. Oh, Darren. <laughs> what, is that like the bad part of town, East Peoria? No, nah, East Peoria actually isn't too shabby. As Bacchus gets up and he's kind of scrambling, he's clearly on what you say, Queer Street. Yeah, you've seen that before. Uh, and Duncan Keith is saying, wakey, wait. Do we have that audio up, Willie Peoria Plowboy? I think Willie is confused if he has it or not, so uh, give us a minute. Why doesn't he uh, have a little conversation with himself right quick and then uh, determine whether or not we have it? I think he's getting it as we speak. All right. I can do the audio if you want. I can do my best Duncan Keith impression. This is an instant classic. Okay, right here. here we go. All right, the hit happens. Bacchus is trying to wake up. Wakey, wakey, Bacchus. Wakey, wakey. And then he gets hit again. So. Hi, Doug. Hi. What is that now? I don't know who that was actually? Darren, who was that? It was Darren. From the Bunny Ranch, I think. I have no idea. This drop says hi, Doug, and I wanted to just give him a shout out. All right, <laughs> Doug, that's the PR or a plowboy. Yeah, that's fine. Happy to say hi. Are you on Twitter, Darren? Because I think uh, yeah, MLB trade rumors should follow you. <laughs> no, I'm not on Twitter. Can so. we get you on Twitter? Absolutely. Can we? Oh yeah. Willie, will you? Well, when you're done tweeting out the Nishek story, can you create an account for uh, Plowboy? Just Plowboy <laughs> at Plowboy at Plowboy. Yeah, it's not like he has enough going on already. Just make me a, a Twitter account. There. Darren's oh. barking out orders and taking shots. I have a Twitter, by the way. Willie made me. Oh, somebody's already begging for followers. Plowboy, <laughs> come on, bring it on, emailers. I need some followers. <laughs> what, what is the What is the Twitter handle? Peoria PB. <laughs> Peoria Plowboy. I like the Plowboy better. That probably was already taken by, who? who is it? Uh, Show in Toledo, I think, has a guy that does a, does a wonderful board op work. The Plowboy. Not Peoria PB. That could be anything. The Plowboy <laughs> is you. You are the Plowboy. You should be the Plowboy on Twitter. Doug, am I wrong on this? I would have liked to have seen Peoria Plowboy spelled out, but I am following him now. He is the... Peoria PB. Yeah. You got some bad advice in there, uh, Plowboy. Like I said, I don't know. I have, like, my parents are on Twitter. I don't know if they want the Plowboy. Why? Thing. It's a farming <laughs> term. 
So you say, but I don't know if the emailers take it as a farming term. Well, what else could it possibly be? I won't get into that. You have a farming background. Right. You're the plow boy. Plow You're known the as the plow boy. Plow boy, plow. <laughs> you already have 19 followers. No yeah. tweets yet, but we anxiously await the first one. <laughs> He's got 20, 22 followers already. The Peoria plow boy. PB, uh, Peoria PB. I, I apologize. At Peoria PB, which the cat officially disapproves. Oh, I don't even follow him. I got to follow him. There you go. Make it, make it. Now it's 34. <laughs> follow the Peoria. How exciting is this for you, Darren? feel pretty popular. Now your parents are going to say, what's the PB mean? And you're going to have to go through the whole explanation. <laughs> Just oh, spell it out, the plow so boy. I'm disappointed after all he's taught me to be a man, and now I'm a plow boy. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, drawing on your farm experience. That's all. You have 74 followers now. Well, you're bad-mouthing the, the, the use of the Willie's boy. starting to get worried the plowboy's going to pass him. No, no. Willie, where are you on your followers? I believe like 2,100. Oh, look at you. Okay. Does, Doug, gonna, does Doug follow you? Yeah, I think I do. I'm not going to follow Darren until he changes the name to <laughs> Plowboy. I think my phone's about to blow up with all these notifications of all the followers. It will not stop vibrating. Don't the put the... Minutes. What's it going to take to get you to change that name to Plow, Peoria yeah, can you Plowboy? Cha- can you change it to Peoria Plowboy Plowboy? Please. I'll just change it now so we can just settle things. I can have the big cat follow me. We won't. So you are going to change okay, it. I'll change Let's it. Get in there and change right. that. Nice. I hope it's not taken now. Big Deke Dotem's already gone in Probably and taken so. it. Here at 127 followers, Darren. Counts 10 minutes old. Somebody, somebody tell Karen his wakey wakey impersonation sounds a bit too feminine. Dog, that's not Karen in there. Could you tough it up a little Darren. bit, please? Got a lot of, we, got, we got a situation here, hashtag developing, on the uh, Ryan Kelly morning after CBS Sports 920. So, uh, Darren, the board operator whose uh, fame is, is skyrocketing, uh, just created a Twitter account. It is at Peoria Plowboy. Mm-hmm. And Doug is going through his followers. Now he has 171 followers. Uh, and, and what are you noticing? Fabulous babes are flocking in to get a piece of the Peoria Plowboy, including what appears to be Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton with a, one of those blue check marks, identifying that's really her. That she's, she's following 12, Darren? She's got 12.6 million followers, and now she is following the Peoria Plowboy. It's unbelievable. Ladies love the Plowboy. What can I say? Well, I should say. Clip that off. Clip, clip that, that off, off now. In fact, clip it off and play it again right now. And there's about 10 other really attractive women who who are very much on board See, with I... the Peoria Plowboy. How do you feel about uh, the, this uh, instant stardom where beautiful women are now taking notice of uh, the Peoria Plowboy? It's got to make you feel pretty good. Oh, that's a first for me. So, yeah, it's a uh, new territory. I think what we're seeing, it's clear that uh, that gals like a gentleman who's a little bit rough-hewn. They like themselves a cowboy, a firefighter, and a plowboy. I don't know what it is, but it's clear the ladies love his style. I guess. I am seeing it. There are some good-looking broads following Darren. There are. What the hell's going on here? I don't understand this. I don't know. Uh, you can follow him at Peoria Plowboy on Twitter. He has not tweeted yet. That first tweet is highly anticipated. Don't Everyone's you? waiting for it, you know. Well, I expect he'll pick up a few more uh, movie stars along the way as soon as he does. Paris Hilton's probably calling everybody in Hollywood. Uh, Darren uh, has uh, made his uh, first uh, tweet, Doug. He wants it in, in the first tweet, he says, Plowboy is a farm term and not a sexual slang. Just giving y'all the update. And then he says he's hashtag blessed. Well, I am hashtag blessed until I saw maybe I have a little bit too much anger. Whoever this get, can I call out names? Sure. <laughs> Doug, Jason absolutely. Schaefer, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm not a douche nozzle, for one, and my name is spelled D-A-R-I-N because I'm not like every other person with the double R-E-N. That's Sorry, right. no wonder why he's plowing boys. How do you respond? I'm new on Twitter. How do you respond? Welcome to Twitter, Welcome to Twitter Darren. This should go well. That's um, how you respond. Block him. Can't wait to find pictures of this guy. Are you going to be, uh, Darren, do you feel you're going to be addressing every tweet that you Pretty get sure on the air? That's why I haven't made a Twitter yet, just because I'm a... You know, regret something later on. I don't know. So you don't want to put it on Twitter, but you will say it on the air here. I'm calling him out. Call in, big man. You know how that you know what you go. Just like that. That will put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSGL.com. 
uh, you can text in at 38822, or maybe we'll just let people communicate with the show by tweeting at Darren at Peoria Flowboy. He's already up to close to 300 followers from from the board operator's account. 312 followers for the Peoria Plowboy now. 312. I just tweeted again for all those haters. <laughs> Boy, this is like... The birth of a star is what it is. I don't know. This one chick goes, your first tweet uh, comments on your sexuality. Hashtag interesting. Huh. Huh. So you are, so are going to use our airwaves to respond to each and every tweet at you. <laughs> no, I've, I've used... I've used the Twitterverse. I've liked everything. I haven't favorited any tweets. You've been on Twitter for 20 minutes. Let's not act like you've got a storied Twitter career. But he's enjoying it. No, that's the important thing. Your Twitter account is for you. Enjoy. Are you going to follow me now that it is Peoria Plowboy? I've I've already followed you. Okay, sorry. I'm new. What's the difference between liking something and favoriting it? I don't know what it... I'm new to Twitter. But I I don't have that option. I either favorite or retweet. I think he meant favorite. Oh, then I favorited a lot yeah. at that gold star next to someone. Yeah, that's name. favoriting. Oh, like yeah, is for your Facebook. Ten right well, now. the math is right in front of me. You favorited four things. <laughs> Why? Okay. It's all right. You're you go, a beauty. You go ahead and you tweet like the Dickens. Who's under your skin right now? Who, me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Schaefer guy really got me going there. Oh. Douche nozzle. Nice word there, bud. Mm. And I'm the immature one that sounds like a little kid, but you're busting out vocabulary words like that. Douche nozzle. Douche nozzle. Boy, you're going to exact a lot of revenge against these <laughs> guys. Yeah, right after I like a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure I'll get some nice tweets eventually, maybe, possibly. You know what the next stage of this is? Tweet back, big man. Oh, that is. Hashtag new t-shirt. Mm. 330 followers for the Plowboy. From the 314 news segment, Darren responds to tweets. It's not bad. <laughs> Maybe get a law firm, another law firm with a good sense of humor. <laughs> uh, what's going on? You and Jason Schaefer, everything's all right? Yeah, he said, touche, sir, touche. That's uh, a win. That's a W for you. It's your first W. I'm not mad at the guy. I'm just saying, if you call me out on Twitter, you get on the air, so... And finally, plops here, gay boys. The Peoria Plowboy said yesterday that he needs to get some of the emailers behind him. Well, Darren, let me be the first to get behind you, preferably in a men's room, you little backwoods bottom. (laughs) I'll let you watch me play my tuba till you can't resist me anymore. Then when you're all turned on, we'll just flat scissor our brains out. Viva la Darren. That's from Misty Plops. And that's what we have for the email today. Uh, You can follow the Peoria Plowboy. Uh, What a a craze it became yesterday uh, as the Peoria Plowboy. Uh, is now up to 873, Twitter at 875. It's like the stock market just keeps oh. going up. How many 875. Does Roderick, have? Uh, Roderick has around 1,100. Now this Plowboy yeah. here, uh, he uh, he is he's up to close to to 900 followers, and he and the Twitter account hasn't even existed 24 hours. People he, like the persona. They like the idea of a of a rugged board operator who's just a Plowboy. You think that's it? Something very primal about that. I could be wrong, Darren, but it seems you're really enjoying this uh, Twitter fame that uh, you've suddenly gained. I should have made one years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Wouldn't have got the uh, the hub I, I pub am now. Yeah, I think pub. you played it just about right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Peoria Plowboy, I noticed your uh, girlfriend in her uh, Twitter avatar, she's... With a different gentleman. Oh, for the crying pe- out loud. Oh, that's one of her good buddies. I know I know who he is. I promise there's nothing awry there. It's a uh, work colleague. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you ever hear that song? Oh, you wanna, do you want to handle this? Or Did you, you ever hear that song? Should, should I pull him aside and say, hey, keep an eye on this? <laughs> you ever hear that song by Biz Markie? Uh, I don't know. Give me a verse to it. She only has a friend. Mm, just a friend, Doug. You you oh. got what I need, but you I expect she comes say up. he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. You got what I need. I asked her her name. She said, blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bar. I took a couple of flicks and she was... From henceforth on this program, your girlfriend will be known as blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Plowboy, now you're kind of... Cat's kind of getting into your kitchen a little bit. Steve, would you be concerned, because I know you're a guy who knows about relationships, so we turn to you as sort of uh, an advice columnist, but if uh, your girlfriend had a Twitter account and the avatar is a picture of her with another guy who's just a friend, is that an area of concern for you? Mm. Is he gay? 
Darren, we don't want to answer that for you. No, I haven't confirmed that at all. I uh... <laughs> think Dan was right. I don't know if that's why you answer it. It wasn't definitive in any way. If he's straight, I'd be worried because he might be working his way in. There's a wow. reason for that. That keeps you in a relationship. I'm not for sure if you took notes on that yet when you took your vows. Great addition your voice roster. gets a little lower when you get angry. I like it. I like it. Steve, thank you um, for the wisdom. Thank you for the wisdom. No, no problem. I try. All right. Boy, this was a good find, this plow boy. Yeah, this plow boy. Well, Doug, we've we've sent the talent scouts out. You know, like we have the guys from Montana listening to us. Yeah, they, <laughs> they sent us someone from Helena. Darren... You know, I'm not the kind to pick on one little thing. No, you know, no. not what I You're do. not I'm the not... kind of guy that finds a tiny little flaw in someone and just pounds on it. I'm not judgmental. Not in the least. But uh, when uh, when Steve from Wildwood asked you if you were gay, your response, if I'm not mistaken again, I don't pick at the little fibers. He said, but yeah, hold on, he... let me finish. I'm just trying to recap it for the listener. He said, he asked you if you were gay and you said you haven't confirmed it. Mm. I thought the question wasn't the guy and the avatar in her picture gay. I thought he meant her friend. Is he gay? Is he is he gay? No, that's why I said I'm not quite for sure. I don't know the answer to that. Huh. It seems you just like right it, there to you just said no. It seems like if you're just listening, you know, and, and just a regular guy like me, not looking to stir up anything, but it seems like you might be interested in the guy in the avatar oh no oh, why we're not even climbing into that we're not even getting into that big cat <sighs> nothing more gay than old guys giving lady advice to a plow boy <laughs> i could have taken about but 10 20 seconds where, where i didn't tell confirmed... her about second grade when i pooped my pants or something like that you know i, I didn't get too why the toilet them? humor doug why the I toilet don't humor know where that comes from now are you you hadn't confirmed about your feelings <laughs> toward uh, uh men uh, that was just a miscommunication. I'm going to look into your eyes. Was that just a miscommunication? Yeah, on a soul. On a soul. I have a very healthy relationship. I am not gay. I am not judging who is. I thought the question reverted to her, uh, the guy in her avatar picture. Who you so. do think is hot. <laughs> no, not right. at all. I believe you. I looked just into your eyes. I believe pot. you. I believe you. Darren, you're over 900 followers, by the way. Hashtag trending. Mm, wow. Plowboy doesn't really tweet all that much. He just favorites a lot like Charlie does, uh, and he retweets a lot. That's what I've seen. Well, as we know, less is more. Uh, have you ever seen Tommy Boy was his uh, most recent tweet, but it was a uh, it was a retweet from a uh, woman with a picture of another gentleman in her avatar. Yeah, Caden Cross uh, retweeted last night uh, the Peoria Plowboy's uh, Twitter handle, said that uh, she thought that he was pretty hot and that recommended uh, people follow him. Uh, that uh, plow boy. Is she going to come to town to check him out? She's well healed. If she, uh, if she does, you, you take a picture, okay, and you put that as your Yeah, avatar. exactly. This is my friend. Just a friend. <laughs> that That is one hell of an idea, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop cursing. I feel like Darren's doing his own drops to fill up the board. That's a great idea. What do you say? Buddy. Did you buddy me? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an old Canton term. We call everybody buddies. Mm. Canton's right outside Peoria? Canton's right outside. Mm-hmm. But you prefer to go by the Peoria Plowboy. Yeah. Um, Alliteration works for you. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kelly Chase is going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Peoria Plowboy. Uh, Caden Cross retweeting the Peoria Plowboy. And uh, also the Blues Blackhawks game four. 7.05 in St. Louis. Plowboy, you hit that damn microphone, Plowboy. Come on, Plowsy. He just told me his main job now is being a Twitter star and everything else is secondary. I was shocked by this. Mother. He enjoys his celebrity. He does. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was my exact quote. but Oh, I made it up. How many followers do you have now? And I know you know the that. exact total. I think it's about 960, somewhere around Oh, there. we got to get you to 1,000 today during, during the show. Uh, guys, I bet the plowboy has never seen a naked woman before. That's from he the has a girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, uh, those texters throwing out zingers. You gotta love them. <laughs> Doug, that's some that's some witty repartee. Darren now up to 978 followers. People are following as we talk here on the program. Uh, it's at Peoria Plowboy. It's going to be magical when he gets to 1,000. Plowboy just tweeted out, uh, fellas want me to give much-needed farming advice. So here it is. Pray for rain. AMD plow away. Doug, what does AMD stand for? I don't for? know. That's, that's that's an and. I apologize. You my misspelled and? Terrible. My phone's <laughs> terrible. I didn't really get 
I was oh, waiting for right. drops, turning mics on. I didn't want to be too distracted. So you had an excuse. So then what you do is you delete that tweet, and then you do it again. We got a 1,000. We are at a 1,000. We are at 1,000. Willie, it has happened. Willie, it has happened. And now, now at this point, if you just picked up 50 in about five minutes, oh, boy. at this point, now you set your sights on Joe Roderick. Now you set your sights on Joe Roderick. Right. But the farming advice must be spelled correctly. And then he hashtagged it plow life. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> he is funny, this guy. Doug, role play with me. You will be the fields of Peoria, and I will be Darren, and I will plow you. Dave in St. Peter's. Awful. Where's my suspension log, Yule? Dave in St. Peter's, you've been suspended again, this time for a period of two days' time. Plowboy is very bullish on selling his Nintendo 64 in three years for what he describes as three figures. I actually talked to Lindsay about this the other day, not about the uh, the three-figure jigger that I'm going to be after I sell that 64. <laughs> but we were also discussing, I saw, because uh, we were. she was saying, yeah, I don't really want to have kids. And I said, well, we need- Wow, now that's a significant development. Well, we, I mean, it's something that we want to be financially ready. Having kids in this era doesn't really seem like the smartest idea. Just because it's so bad, school the school systems are terrible in high school and everything. Anyways, well maybe where you live, but you could move ten minutes away and be well, just yeah, fine. I'm not, I'm not paying, Mike Hampton in there. I'm not paying private high schools. I need to do. You don't public have to be and, private high school. You just can't live in the city and expect a good public school. I guess that's... I just had a bad experience with public schools. But uh, anyways, well that's uh, that's off topic. Anyways, so we were All discussing right. about not having kids, and I saw this article about uh, selling your testy or don't. I guess it'd be like a donation. Uh, one of your testicles. They, they put in a fake one. <laughs> sell a testicle? Well, for forty grand, and Hold I could. Second. Well, that's different. Were you really gonna say testy oh, no. earlier? I, I, you almost said testy. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I kind of do that sometimes. Sorry. But, uh, and I thought it was a good idea. I'd pay my student loans off. I'd have about eight grand in the bank after that as well. For and then one I could of your testicles. Yeah, and they uh, replace it with a Plowsy. fake one. Plowsy. Just what? get a different job. There's a lot of things you can do to make money. You don't have to start selling off your manhood. That would be the last thing I would think of. That would be the last option. Well, you could still have a kid with one just in case we did decide, you know, hey, uh, we want to have kids. Right. And it, I would take her on a nice vacation with that extra eight grand i think we would have a spend really it immediately time. yeah oh, oh god yeah that would be blown but for a good reason i'd pay western their fair share of money is this is this plow girl's idea <laughs> no this is my idea she this hated, is the ultimate cuckold situation i'll tell you what darren i'd really like to go on a trip to mexico <laughs> would you mind cutting off one of your balls no in her defense she hated the idea she hated the idea but i good for her in her defense <laughs> I just brought it out there. It's a, 35 grand is a lot of money for me. Dude, why don't so, you sell like, one of your eyes and get 100 grand or something? My eye? I, you can't no. do this. No. No, I wouldn't just, do that. Just stop this. with this idea, please. I only want to hear about it. Gosh. I'm just saying that's a good quick fix for my debt. And... <laughs> How much? You still owe quite a bit to the college? Oh, yeah. That is such a ripoff. Yeah, this, this is what happens in college. I am willing to sell one of my testicles just to pay for it. You got to write a letter to the the chancellor of uh, Western Illinois and let him know that. I never know. Maybe next year I'll be in their Hall of Fame. Or... Well, that could be with Roderick. Yeah, broadcaster of the year. No. Well, just because you don't want kids now doesn't mean you're not going to want to in ten years. A lot of people don't want kids in their early to mid twenties. What's a plow girl? About. I know broads usually don't want to talk about their age, but when they're in twenties, I feel like it's fair game. So, was she like? Does she urge twenty five? She is only three months older than me. She's twenty six. Yeah, okay. an older woman. Yeah, you're about five years removed from maybe starting a family. Yeah. I yeah, bet a lot of your uh, compadres in the greater Trenton region uh, have already had a number of children. Oh, it is. It's a zoo there as far as kids. There weren't the dad. Who's the father? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Huh. I didn't know. I, did, I just figured people were having kids. I didn't realize it was just like a... Like a Maury yeah. Povich show. <laughs> you are not the baby daddy. <laughs> I told you. I told you. But in my defense, it was something I just brought up. I didn't really obviously think about it too much. I just saw the 35 grand and my eyes popped. Don't do it. Guys, Plowsy is such a sissy cuck that his girlfriend is talking him into cutting off his balls and selling Again, him. My what I- a dork. Cuck life. Justin in Columbia. My idea, 100%, and she hated it. So I am going to defend Lindsay every step of the way. It's just my idea. Here's what I love, Here's what I love about Plowsy. First of all, I will bet my life savings that he got this idea high as hell. Secondly... 
You would think that, okay, I need 8,000 bucks. Maybe I get a second job. Maybe I, you know, drive a truck. Maybe I do something. I can work for a, for a year, do something seasonally. That's the first thing I would think of. Cutting off one of my, my testicles would not be a, a top of the list. Doug. It sounds like the start of a Hangover 4 movie or something. <laughs> What what does what what why is there value for a testicle on the black market? Transplant it to somebody else, probably. Yeah, and Lindsay brought up the <laughs> the thing about well, if I do do that, then I'm gonna have kids running around, you know, because I, I imagine they would use my testicle for that purpose. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what and she's like, for. why don't you just donate sperm? And I said, it's not really worth the juice. Isn't worth the squeeze. You don't get the bang for it. Nice, your very nice. You're, you're, using, you're using my line in a, yeah, in a situation where it might be twenty deemed to 50, a little vulgar. Twenty to fifty bucks a donation. That's not really much for me. I mean, it would probably take me half that money to drive to a sperm bank. So. Twenty to fifty bucks. Why don't you, why don't you sell your blood once a month or so? And the plasma sale again, juice is not worth the squeeze. I want a big payout, and that would be that the was testicle the sale. Testicle sales. There's other, but that was the one that really. I, didn't even I think want that. that big check. I want the <laughs> testicle check. <laughs> mm. oh. uh, Doug, it's uh, caller Adam. You're sideways with him, I think. No, yeah, sure. Hello, Adam. No, Doug. Hold on. I'm going to talk to you in a second. Lousy. I won't hold on. Where's Plowsy at? Well, yeah, where I'm are here. you at? I'm here. <laughs> I got a Super Nintendo I'll give you. They're going for like 25 bucks on eBay. <laughs> no, you that can actually... cash that in. Don't sell your ball. Oh, I, I actually might take that anyways. I always wanted one of those systems, so I might actually. Adam, I'll ship it you. to you. Uh, guys, I think it's actually a good idea, Plowboy. I actually thought of doing the same thing. That comes from the turd burglar. Is this something that's going on around the country where people are selling off testicles? I can see it. Maybe if you already had your kids and you wanted to be sure you didn't have any more, maybe you'd sell one of them. And man. a, a man's a man, whether you have one ball or two. So, I mean, it, it's or just if my you have none. opinion, you know? I think when people rip off Hallmark cards. You know. <laughs> You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan, 1057HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com. And we're pleased now to be joined by the great Plowboy. Uh, Darren, what's up? Well, thank you for having me, Buck Swope. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. So we're talking about your early time at 920 when you were just the board op and you kind of had a quick ascendance to fame to stardom. You you first started at 590 The Man, is that right? Uh, before or did that you in, did you intern under Roderick before that? I, I can't remember I how you started. I interned under Roderick, I think, two months before the official. I think I interned at the beginning of January, and that June is when they did the switchover. So I interned and did ran the board for the evening programs up until the transfer to the Man the Woman. And Which that, obviously worked out great. What shows? That. What shows did you work on during the Five Ninety The Man, Thirteen Eighty The Woman? Oh, I ran the board for Bubba the Love Sponge. I ran the board for, or I helped run the board with Gardner for the uh, Jack Clark show. <laughs> what else? For the woman, oh, there were too many shows. Bit that of a revolving door. Bit of a revolving door there. Yeah. Or? And, uh, yeah, all that fun stuff that you really dream about when you're uh, in college. <laughs> so you end up at 920, and you were, you know, just, I guess Mike had been running the drops for a few months. Oh, uh, yeah, account executive Mike. Account executive Mike. Uh, great, great American, and by he, the way. So he's the one who kind of schooled you on the drops initially? Yes, but he only gave me a two-day window. They only had, I think, a week window from when he was going into his regular career and I was going to transfer to the board. So I think I had a few solid days of training for the drops and then the other two days were training how to run the system for the board. <laughs> so I didn't get a lot of excess training necessarily. It was on the job training. So, I mean, that's they, they like to handle business on of, the air. Radio is always on. Right, it's better to learn like as you go anyways. You can watch somebody all you want. But it's I mean better to train yourself. So I don't anyway. know I don't know how good your memory is, uh, but I think it was maybe your the day after they first had you come on, they had you run the board by yourself, and you had been I guess running it from five o'clock on through all the way through the morning after, and about the midway point of that five hours, which happened to be right in the middle of of the seven o'clock hour, you just got up and left the studio for like ten minutes, and they kind of 
were questioning where you went and it kind of became a thing because you didn't come back. And uh, they were like, oh, did you go to the bathroom? And uh, do you recall uh, Do you recall this incident? I think I vaguely recall the incident that you're talking about, yeah. And uh, you definitely were going to the bathroom. I think it was just a number one or so you claimed, but... And then you had to check some uh, check some readings. Now, is checking readings is that code for you know going out to your car or what? What was that? What was it, really going on there? It, it was it was I think to go out to my vehicle at the time. I think this was what three years ago. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I did go out to the vehicle. I checked those readings and took the number one. I tinkled for sure. However, I did uh, sneak one outside of the vehicle. <laughs> Which uh, I don't think Cat Cat was pretty early on uh, ahead of the curve on picking up uh, that you were a fan of the reefer, but I think it was even during email of the day on that on that day, and I think because they printed out the emails, I think Mike screwed up the email printout, so Willie ended up reading the emails, and uh, Willie ended up reading them straight off the computer, and one of the email of the days was definitely called you out for going out to smoke a doobie in the middle of the show. Oh, they said the show was so bad that you had to go out and smoke a, bo- a doobie to get through the second half of the show. Uh, you know, I don't know if that was a, a, a direct quote by me. I don't think I've ever right. ran a really bad morning after show. I think it was just one of those things where I've done it throughout my working career, you know, as immature as people may want to think about it. But obviously, I, I see nothing wrong with it. Tim's a great boss, you know, I try not to step over the line too much and it's just a really fun show, and I do remember that. And uh, I'm, at first, I wasn't quite for sure if I wanted people to know I smoked. I think I, I don't know, Buck, if you remember my first couple shows, where I kind of semi-deny the fact that I did or did not. I think you and said no comment. Where, you, played, you played no comment for an, an episode yeah. or two. And then I kind of was like, well, screw it, you know. I enjoy smoking. I find personally nothing wrong with it you know in five or ten years it'll be legal recreationally probably throughout most of the country so i said hey i'm gonna step up to the plate and say i do and you know it's worked out for me ever since you know people have not judged me for it in any negative fashion yeah i think the way it worked was you were talking about maybe legal troubles you had had and then you had to be like oh no no not for anything serious it was you know and then they started filling yeah, in the which blanks obviously they started was a filling lie. in the it blanks right. For marijuana. right yeah right. it was clearly for marijuana i so. think that was the context that you ultimately <laughs> revealed officially but no i i would agree i mean i've definitely uh I, I say GH'd. I've definitely GH'd while I've been at work at different at different situations. And like the way I consider it, you know, if I'm tr- really trying to solve a difficult problem, I'll want to be sober. I don't want any any uh, anything that's going to make me not as sharp as I as I can be. But if if I've smoked one baddie, just one, not even like a full baddie, but just like one hit, I will be better at having conversations. I will be a better listener. I'll be you know, paying more attention to what I say because I won't want them to know that I've smoked a baddie. I'll just be a little bit more aware. But if I've smoked two, then you start to get a little left up and then you start to like tip your hand a little bit. So that's where you really have to be careful if you kind of cross that line from playful. Oh, I've got a little bit of THC in my system. I'm more patient. I'm more thoughtful. I might not be as sharp, but I'm going to have, I'm going to be better for having conversations, which if you're running the board and you know what you're doing and you're really just there to be, you know, the fourth or fifth guy on the team, um, you know, it should be. And that's key. I never try to overstep boundaries. I mean, I rarely, if ever want to chime in immediately, I don't chime in on too many interviews. However, the Jesse Ventura interview, obviously huge fan of conspiracy theories and marijuana so i mean he is the guy for both so i, I was a huge fan so i had to ask him a couple weak questions but for the most part it's their show and you just try to not get in the way right and i think that's really the main goal tim's pretty good tim's pretty good about i need i have 10 minutes to kill what'd you do this weekend plowsy just kind of here i'm passing you the ball run run with it and you know what time oriented is if he asks you what you did at 8 25 when you have a guest at 8 30 right you kind of get the short version. If it's eight fifteen and it's not a guest until nine, then you know you just kind of chill with it. So you always got to be aware of how long the story will be and how in depth and where you want to go with it. I mean, it's always trial and error. How far you can take somebody, each the cat, Doug, and Tim. You know, 
you know, there's always limits with people, and you just kind of learn as you go. And but usually, you go that, usually the story works better when you take it too far for Doug and even Cat. If you start to get a rise out of them, that adds to the to the story because you've clearly crossed over into territory that some would consider either vile or just not necessarily something they want to think about. Yeah, and like I said, it's trial and error. You know, Doug and Cat, you know, they have other careers. So you got to think, you know, what they're going to, right. you know, have fun with and what they're not going to have fun with, you know. And so, you know, Tim does a great job with that as well because he kind of knows the limits of everybody. I've only been working with, you know, the crew for three years. Right. So I still learn things, you know, even today that I didn't, you know, know previously. Well, uh is there anything else you want to you wanna get into while I have you on the air? Would you still consider selling your testicle for 40K? Oh, absolutely. I would, I would bump it down to 25K, actually. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's lost any value to whoever the customer would be. I'm just saying my standards have lessened. So it's now at 25000 bucks. Well, I mean, is that a live read? <laughs> that... Uh, that's an endorsement to whoever wants to hand me that cash. I will be prepped and shaved and ready to go uh, the next day, if need be. So uh, that would help me out, and uh, I think it would be great for the show as well. Right. Live remote at the, uh, the testicle removal. All right, Plowsy, I appreciate you taking your time for us here. Uh, we'll, I'll definitely see you at the next TMA Live, and uh, you have yourself a good Thanksgiving weekend. Bucky, have a blessed holiday. I appreciate all your, uh, your insight, and uh, I can't wait to hear the program. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. He's got a job somewhere, doesn't he? He has a family. So does he have a job? I believe so. To answer Doug's question, I'm an IT consultant who has spent the last 12 years solving problems and providing solutions for people who needed help. I got my own set of problems. When you're at a technology roadblock... Maybe your computer has crashed, or your printer stopped working, or your Wi-Fi sucks in general. I don't have Wi-Fi because my cable is out. Who do you call? The repairman's coming today. If this phone rings at any time during the show, I am answering it. And what if they can't help? They are not coming, and I won't have Wi-Fi for another three days. Then who do you call? Could not be nicer, has tried everything she could possibly try to make this work, but runs into roadblocks when she makes the call to somewhere. HQF is your lifeline. Highest quality fidelity. We solve problems that you don't have the time or patience to deal with. I mean, this has been the single, one of the single biggest hassles. So much of this job boils down to trust. You had to do it at the time. Well, why didn't, at the time, you told me I didn't have to do it. Unless you are dealing with technology every day, you're going to have to take someone at their word. Yeah, but uh, I guess whoever told you that was wrong, and now you do have to do it. I've spent over a decade establishing trust with my clients. Well, I still haven't got this all resolved. Producing results, solving problems, and that's what keeps them coming back. I guess the overriding point is that uh, he's a smart guy. Swap's one of the best in the business for my money. I pride myself on being able to articulate complexities into simple, concise explanations that even a non-technical person can understand. Oh, I think you need all that base. Email Swope at hqfstl.com. Special thanks to Plowsy for joining us. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the mashup. Where would he touch me? Where would he touch me? Where would he touch me? Have you ever hooked up with a tranny on Tinder, fellow? We learned the other day that's an appropriate word. That's right. <laughs> uh, have you ever hooked up with a transsexual on Tinder, fellow? Hey, you know, transsexual skin is soft like yours. T R A N S E X U A L, transsexual. Dude, we get it. So, with that being said, I thought I would lighten the mood a little bit. Where would he touch me? And then he'll put his he'll put his forearm on the wall above the urine, and he'll please, lean forward like please. I. Oh, Daddy, you make me so wet. What could you possibly see in him? Well, if you're a seven-year-old or a, a twink, twinks used to have a shelf life. That's of a like great. That's 30 a great years. example. Right. An occasional old guy. 
Against oh, them. leave the seniors alone. But they wandered into the bar as straight men, and as soon as they saw Dancing me, Bear dancing, they said, well, maybe I'm not. No, it wasn't me. I backed away from the gay talk. It's hard to follow. I haven't Man, seen in a couple months. There's nothing hotter than incestual homosexual behavior. Stepdads and such. Where would he touch me? That's really? not underwear. Is he naked? Okay. Is I, he like, like the, that, the black smudge? It's like, oh, it doesn't... Oh, oh. Okay, never mind. I didn't want to get too graphic. I'll be dirty. I, I figured you wouldn't understand. No. You should peddle yourself as an expert on shrubs. How much preparation is involved? <laughs> and that rogue shrub that was in that hot sauce, I got about 150,000 of those, so that's kind of where I'm at. Man, that's a dense bush, bro. Where would he touch me? Shrubs. Sitting poolside. Sometimes in the nude. And checking out the boys, kind of like Adam Sandler and Chris Farley in the Schmitz Gate. Manhole. Manhole. Where would he touch me? No. Right next to the boat. Yeah. Now you know what a pube looks like. Shrubs. Somebody text me that later. There was a shrub as thick as thieves Couldn't sitting right there on a napkin. <laughs> Uh, I no. mean, it was a dense, dense pubic hair, sir. Yeah. But at some point, you're so hungry and the food looks so good, you'll ignore a, a rogue pube, won't you? Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. Did you guys see the rogue shrub in the wing sauce? Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. That's the shrub situation. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.